0: Welcome to You Need a Coach, Bitch. I'm your host, Chris Hale. I'm a certified life coach and coach instructor. I'm also a master dance educator and self proclaimed Xaniel Pop Diva. Every week, I bring you a conversation to help you harness your inner authority by popping the patriarchy and crafting the life of your dreams. Are you ready to unleash your inner creator? Let's go. Hi, friends. I know that so many of you have a lot of feelings that you are managing right now, and I do too. So I wanted to share this episode of my former podcast, which was called the Dance Coach Podcast, with you because I think it could be really useful with what is going on right now. I recorded it in November of 2020 while we were awaiting the election results, and we were all dealing with so much uncertainty. And the reason I wanted to re-release it here is because it teaches some of the more foundational tools that I use in a really simple and stripped-down way. And that's something that I haven't really done here on You Need a Coach Bitch. And I might never do that, but I know that it can be helpful to have an understanding of this framework as we all move forward. So the episode focuses on how to handle uncertainty. And as humans, we can't actually predict outcomes. And even if we were totally prepared for this decision, we could not know for certain until it actually happened that it was going to happen. And this is so important because we spend so much time in our heads trying to predict because we want to feel certainty. But when we do this, we tend to indulge in that uncertainty and not take the kind of actions that will actually prepare us for our worst case scenario. I actually take my clients through worst case scenario all the time and I have them access the feelings that will come up if that thing happens so that they can process them and prepare for it. That way, if the thing does happen, instead of resisting it, they lean into it. They let it run its course, and then they're able to take the kind of action that they desire to help affect the kind of change they want to have in the world. This is important because we spend a lot of energy in resistance, and this tires us out. And I think what we all need to do right now is to nurture ourselves and conserve our energy for the fight that is coming. I mean, the fight's already here. As you're listening, a couple of questions you can ask yourself are, "How do I want to feel right now?" For example, for me, I want to feel devastating. This decision does not make me happy, and I want to honor that. Then once you're done like processing through that feeling and really honoring it, when it's time, you can ask yourself the question of what feeling actually drives me to take the actions? that will have the impact I want to have on the world. And I want you to notice I did not say the greatest impact. (laughs) Us creative type A's often slip into all or nothing thinking and believe that if we aren't taking big steps forward, it's not worth it. This is so not true. So for me, I know I want to feel committed to this fight. So thinking something like, I can do one thing every day to fight for the rights of people who can get pregnant helps me stay committed and takes the pressure off of having to do all of the things right now. Like for me, my one thing today is re-releasing this episode. Maybe it's going to help one person to do some thought work that will energize them when the time is right for them to take up the fight again. Thought work is not about toxic positivity. It's about deciding on purpose how we want to show up in the world and arming ourselves with the resilience to do so. So you get to decide who you want to be and how you want to proceed. And just know we're all in this together. I'm going to be doing my work over here to make sure that I am feeding myself all of the things that are going to help me take care of myself right now so that I'm able to show up for myself and for all of you and to continue to fight for our rights. Hey folks, how we doing? I am recording this episode on Thursday, November 5th. So, um, we are still in the middle of this election and we don't have an answer yet. And I know a lot of people are feeling a lot of things right now. And by the time you hear this on Friday or after that, if you listen to it after that, we very well may have an answer, but I'm going to talk about uncertainty today and The thing about uncertainty is that it really does apply to anything, not just this election or subsequent elections. We can feel uncertain about so many things because honestly, we can't read the future. So the truth is, is that certainty is a myth. Certainty is something our brains make up because we do not like the alternative, um, which is that we cannot know anything to be 100% true until it has actually happened. And the other thing about that is as human beings, we're having a different um, reaction or or experience with things that happen. So we can still disagree on how we interpret what has happened. Um, But that's just how the human brain works. It doesn't like not knowing. So it tries to figure it out. It fixates on the unknown until it gets an answer. Um, and And if the answer never comes it just decides what it, what it wants to be true, right? Like it'll, it'll, you'll make up a scenario. You'll make up an outcome and, and you'll convince yourself that that is what the outcome is absolutely going to be because your brain does not want to think that it doesn't know. Right? So in any situation, right, it could be a new job, a promotion, um, this election, any other election, the only thing that you can control and be certain of a, and be certain of is how you want to think feel and act regardless of the outcome that is 100% under your control remember the main coaching tool that i use is called the model and it shows us that circumstances do not create our feelings even though we think they do something happens and then we have a thought about it And our thoughts create our feelings. And then our feelings drive our actions and our actions create our results. And when you're having that moment of uncertainty and you're making up a story about what the outcome is going to be, you're creating an emotion in that moment based on a thought about what you predict is going to happen. The problem with that is that we are notoriously bad at predicting outcomes. We think that we're good at it because our brains also edit out anything that does not support the thought we want to be true. So you're going to completely dismiss all the times that you, have not accru- that you have not accurately predicted an outcome, and you'll focus solely on the times that you, by chance, happen to get it right. So what does that mean for us right now? The thing to be aware of is that what we think we are afraid of is not actually what we're afraid of. We think we are afraid of the circumstance that our candidate will not win, but really we're afraid of how we're going to feel if that happens. Who the president of the United States is, is a neutral circumstance. And remember, that doesn't mean that I, I'm asking you to feel neutral about neutral about it, It just means that as humans, we will have different thoughts about it, which will cause different emotions. If Biden wins, some people will think it's amazing and some people will think it's a travesty and that will cause them to have different feelings about that outcome. In this moment, just like any other, it's important for you to notice what you're telling yourself if you tell yourself that something bad is going to happen, you will fixate on that, and even though it hasn't happened yet, you're you're living in this imaginary future in which you feel terrible, and it makes you feel bad right now in the moment. And nothing has even happened yet. You just made something up. And this is also true if what you're imagining is bodily harm, lack of safety, financial hardships, What you are afraid of is not actually those things, those situations or circumstances. You are afraid of how you will feel if those things happen. And the truth is, we don't know how we're actually going to feel about something until it happens. For instance, I thought I was going to be super excited and overjoyed to meet uh, with our architect and start planning the renovations on our house. But instead, I felt super anxious because when I was presented with the plans, um, there were there were like five different options um, like that. I think that's like even less than the, the amount of options that were laid out to us. But my my mind immediately went to the idea that like this is this is so many options, which made me feel overwhelmed And then I went to the thought, what if I make the wrong choice? Or I'm afraid I'll make the wrong choice. And then that created worry. I had to recognize those thoughts and address them um, and many others one by one to get myself out of overwhelm and worry so that I could move forward and like crawl my way back to excitement. But it was all because of what was going on in my head, right? A lot when I was thinking this is a lot of choices, a lot is not a fact. A lot is not a, um, an objectively like true number, right? It's, it's my definition of a lot, right? Someone could have seen all these plans and been like, oh, um, I, could, I could really go for like a few more options. You know, do you have anything else in mind? <laughs> right? And I was just like, that's too many choices. But like, notice that none of the thoughts that I was thinking, nothing that I was thinking was true. And when it came down to, like, whether or not I make the right decision, um, you know, how does one make a right or wrong decision? I can make a decision that gives me a result I want, but it does not mean it was right or wrong. There's nothing moral about it. So I really did need to go back and think about, you know, what was the objective here? What did I want from this experience? And get to the place where I was really excited again Because it actually ended up being super easy to narrow down what we actually wanted. But I was so overwhelmed at first. And this is what I want everyone to realize is that you get to decide how you want to feel, right? Because it's not dictated by the circumstance. It comes from your thoughts. And again, I'm not saying you should feel any particular way or that we're trying to get to a place where we feel neutral, like where our feeling is neutral all the time. It's just that to notice that what someone says, what someone does, who the president is, how much money you make, if a pipe bursts in your basement and it's flooded and there's, you know, and you lose possessions, all of those things are neutral circumstances. And then from there, you get to decide how you want to feel about it. My entire point here is that we're never 100% certain about anything, and yet we decide that we do know ahead of time, and we start thinking thoughts that either excite us or scare us. So whether it's a thought about this election, a job, your entire future, um, when you start to get freaked out because of the uncertainty, stop, take a breath, and ask yourself what you're making it mean that you don't know. What do you think you will feel if you did know? These are two really powerful questions because they'll they'll bring you back into the present moment where where you'll stop projecting into this unknown future and even that itself can be really calming. You can you can create a little space around the uncertainty to get yourself back to like trusting that no matter what the outcome is, that you are going to be able to manage your mind around it, right? That you can do hard things. Or that you might not even perceive it as hard, right? It might not be difficult at all. You could be telling yourself that this thing is going to be so hard. But in the moment, if your mind is managed, if you've decided ahead of time how you want to think, feel, act, then there's a possibility that it might be really easy to manage whatever comes up for you in that moment. Whatever comes your way, whatever happens, whatever that outcome is. You are the only one that has control over your brain. If this election does not go your way, allow yourself to be upset. But also ask yourself what you want to do about it. If you're like me, regardless of who wins, you know that there is still a lot of work to be done. There's still a lot of inequality. There's still a lot of change that we can affect and a lot of change that we need to affect. So I, for one, I want to allow myself the disappointment if it comes to that, but then I want to feel motivated and committed to continue to fight for what I believe in. I believe that all of us are worthy no matter what. We talked about that a few weeks ago, right? You're worthy just because you are here. You were born worthy. Um, God doesn't make mistakes. You are meant to be on this planet in this body, right? So you're worthy. And I believe that also means that we are worthy of the same rights, that we deserve to be treated equally. And that thought drives me. It drives me to act. It drives me to show up. It drives me to use my voice. And that's a choice. So decide ahead of time, like what you want to believe about yourself and your ability to process your feelings and then to generate the energy that you're going to inevitably need to keep going. All right, my friends, that is it for today. I hope that you have a lovely, lovely weekend and I will talk to you next time. If you are loving the podcast, it's time to put a ring on it. It would mean the world to me if you would do one or all of these things. First off, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts or all the places podcasts are available if you want to be extra. While you're there, giving a five-star rating and leaving a review would be epic. And lastly, spreading the love by sharing your favorite episode would be beyond. Thanks, love. We'll talk soon.